Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here, and we have Bill the Conqueror on the line with us. Uh, Bill, would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself so people could get to know you and more of your background and who you are? Sure, sure. Uh, 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 thanks for having me, Tid Leonard. So, um, let's see. I'm, I'm Bill the Conqueror. I've, uh, I've been in the online, I guess you call it, gaming space for about, Four and a half, five years. I've worked in a couple of startups. One, one was what was uh, the Payday GG. Um, well, we tried to to uh, 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 create a, a, uh, a tournament platform with some with some features. Um, I also worked for two esports orgs for a bit. I, I worked a very short period of time for a uh, website called VP Esports. It was it was a it was a it, it was like a a, 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 a magazine slash uh, news website covering Dota, League of Legends, and some other stuff. I I have I have streamed in the past. I streamed for about a year and a half on Twitch. I do my own. I had my own podcast for a while, but a uh, 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 life sometimes gets in the way of things, and so I had to kind of give that up. I do play Destiny too. I play some Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, I, I, I played various other games over the past several years, as I have um, as I have 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 grown in the space. I, I'm a uh, I'm a father of four. I have a granddaughter who is five years old. And, and I always like to say my granddaughter is not bossy, but she has fantastic leadership skills. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> nice. there you go. Nice. So you've been in gaming for the last four and a half and five years, uh, or online mostly. What, what kind of brought you into that? So, um, funny story. So, so my son, my, 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 my youngest son was finishing high school, and he wanted to do a senior project on streaming. And that was when he um, introduced me to uh, uh, Twitch. This was probably 20, 2017, 2016, anyway. So um, I told him, okay, for, for, for your graduation present, I'll take you to uh, 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 a TwitchCon. This was this this was back when it was in it was San Francisco, and so I took him to 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 TwitchCon, and I honestly had zero idea at the time. I had zero idea what Twitch was. I was sort of writing a my own blog about 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 uh, about, uh, about uh, startup companies, products, things like that, and I went to went to went to TwitchCon when it was in in San Francisco. You know, my bought the plane tickets, bought the two day pass, got the hotel, we went down there. And it was then that I figured it out. I, I really figured out how influential 
influential Twitch was was um, at the time and how how for all of its warts for how powerful uh, 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 a gaming was and still is. And so from that point, that was when I got back from TwitchCon. I started doing some digging, trying to see if I could I could get into the the space a little deeper. That was and and at that point is when I found found a, a, a found a, a Payday GG, and 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 it went from there. So yeah, yeah. Back in 2016, for me personally, I wouldn't have thought many people would be in the gaming space. But then I also wasn't dialed into the space as well. But it seems that you going to TwitchCon kind of opened up your eyes to see more of the developments of what was going on and how many people were involved. Uh, what was that experience kind of like? So. <sighs> So for me, I mean, I've been to large, 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 large convention gatherings before. You know, whether it's for various industry businesses doing doing, doing like a uh, 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 vendor connections and conventions and things like that. But what got me most about TwitchCon? So my son, when he went, he had this. He, his favorite streamer was going to be there, and my son said, "Hey, Dad." If you buy one of his shirts, or you know, buy us a, each a shirt, me and him, we get to do a special, special uh, uh, a meet and greet with him. I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. So, so I figured, okay, this is going to be for a senior project for school. I should, you know, I should, I should bring a video camera, film the whole thing, wear the shirt, you know, just just so that he had everything that he needed to succeed, and. And I distinctly remember walking up to the streamer, I, and I apologize, I don't remember this person's name, I'm sorry, but I walked up the streamer, and, you know, I'm, at that point, like, you know, this is, what, 2016, so six years ago, I'm 44 years old, I'm walking in with my son, he's 18, and this, this, this streamer, you know, I introduced myself, hi, my name's Bill, this is, this is my son, and he's, you know, he's doing a senior project, and is it okay if I uh, uh, I'll film you? He goes, absolutely, no problem. So I filmed him, and I asked him, I go, why do you do what you do? Why? I mean, please help me understand this. There's a lot of people here. Why does you know? Why does my why is my son asking me to stand here in front of you and talk to you like this? And he he takes the camera from me, he turns it around to the crowd. He goes, this right here, all these people standing here wanting to talk to us, wanting to you know get to know us more. So this is the reason why this and and at that point in my life i was struggling personally to to try to find a place to belong and so mm. when i when i saw that i uh, i wrote about it and at the time i'm like this is the thing this is the next thing you know trying to connect people through gaming and find find ways to ways to come together and it, it just, I mean, I walked into that, that I, I walked into that whole convention center. I looked around, you know, obviously vendors and, you know, showcases and things like that. But what got me was that there were people who were there just to see one person, one. That's all they were there to see. They were following this person on Twitch. They thought this person was fantastic. They liked the game they played. They liked hanging out with them. And it was just, it was, for me at my age, being 44, you know, I grew up in a time 
you know, when I was a kid, we did not have the internet. My first experience with the internet was was a was on a AOL a AOL a dial up in uh, nineteen ninety four. You know, nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me, you know, it. I, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is I sort of have the perspective of before the internet and of and of after the internet. So watching people come together at TwitchCon, where they're all coming together for this one person because they because they enjoy watching them play a certain game and they enjoy just hanging out with them was just amazing to me. Yeah, it can be a pretty phenomenal experience being able to see someone attract such a massive crowd and be able to relate and connect to so many people who are interested in not only them, but also what they're doing as well. And um, from the dial-up days, like we didn't really think that was a possibility with the internet. But as uh, right. technology has kind of advanced, it's become more and more true that these types of lives can be achieved by just going out there and utilizing the platforms that are out there. So you talked about a sense of uh, seeking out belonging and such, uh, sparking uh, out onto the world of gaming. Uh, can you t- talk a little bit more about that? And if it and uh, let me know if it really let our listeners know if it really brought out a sense of belonging through your journey. Sure. So the whole reason I even started gaming again in the first place was that was it my son who at the time he was good. This was so I want to say about 2017 after Twitch got my son said to me, dad, there's this game out there called game out there called game out there that I play called destiny two. And right now a certain portion of it is free to play. And he said, dad, if you download this game, I will play with you. And I'm like, sign me up. I will play, sign me up. Hmm. And, and it, so being able to spend time with my son, who, you know, at the time, he's 17. And, and to be completely honest, his, his mother and I divorced back when he was like five, hmm. okay, four. Yeah, right in that area. So I had struggled a long time to, I, I had struggled for a very long time to connect with him. And when he said to me, Dad, I will play this game with you if you, if you get it, I'm like, I'm there. I'm 100% there. And we played this game together, and we, we, we had a really fantastic time. And what got me the most is so the, so, I, so I got this version of free to play. Right within, I want to say, a couple of months after I got the free version, there was a new, new DLC that came out. And I was struggling to think, oh, do I buy this or not? Well, I, one day my son says, Dad, I want you to know that I got this for you. And he bought me the DLC. He spent seventy dollars oh, wow. of his own money. He, yeah, he spent seventy dollars of his own money to buy the DLC for me. And I was a hundred percent sold right there. I'm like, wow. And that it was that moment. I I remember that day very well because he he got it for me, and I and I looked at it, and I started. I literally started to cry. Oh. I'm like, it was it was that moment. I knew that my son. Uh, uh, loved me because he knew how much he 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 invested himself into into he invested himself into the relationship that we had, and that for me, you know, for me as a 
is a parent. I, there is no, there is no greater feeling as a parent to know that your, your children want you, want you uh, around. And so from that point, I got into, you know, I worked for Payday GG. We had, if we're, even though it failed and even though we, I did, a, I did it for free the whole entire time, it was actually a whole lot of fun. We actually had a lot of fun doing it. And there are some people from that time that I'm still friends with from, from that, you know, five, four or five years ago, I'm still friends with them to this day. And, um, I've, I also learned through, I, I, through, through gaming, I not only found people to hang out with and, and to play destiny to with, but I, I also found courage. I found the courage within myself to start to make videos and post things online. I, 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 you know, Starting, heck, I've 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 had my podcast in various iterations for for over three years. You know, doing doing it on various channels and talking to various people. And I mean, I have I have friends that I've never met in real life, but I have done I've had them on podcasts. They're from Zambia. I have I have a friend who's in Spain that I talk to all the time. It's just finding finding the common ground of ground of gaming is the one of the most amazing things for me and at my age you know i'm you know uh, i'm now now uh, 50 this is this this is the point at which people generally start to kind of kind of, uh, kind of uh, disconnect in life they you know they have their family they have their jobs they have their careers you know they've done the things they've raised their kids and so you start to kind of feel like you know what what am i doing next why am I doing it sort of concept. And so gaming for me has been a, a really fantastic way for me to connect with hundreds of fabulous human beings all over the planet. Um, I have had, I have met people that I never thought I would meet. I have had conversations with people that I never thought I would talk to. So, I mean, I can't, for, for as much as people want to point out what is bad with gaming, you're talking to uh, publishers and the things they do, and some, you know, there's certain, certain, certain communities online that can be toxic and mean. I have found so much joy and a connection in, 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 in gaming that it would take a very long time for me to describe to you. So, <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely see that. And you've kind of overcome two of the biggest challenges in life. One is... Um, Going through a divorce, I mean, not, not a lot of people are able to really bounce back from that. But then your uh, your relationship right. with your son kind of blossomed and fulfilled life uh, beyond that and kind of brought back hope. And through playing that game, you're able to build even more courage to do something that's even harder for a lot of people to do, which is go and reveal who they are and show showcase themselves online and go out there and connect and do things to go and connect into the digital world. I mean, those are two of the biggest and uh, hardest things that people could really get into. Um, it's about time for right. us to take a commercial break. Where can people find you online, Bill? Um, so, so on Twitter, you can find me at Bill the Conqueror. Or no, sorry, sorry. On, on Twitter, at Learning Bill. On, on TikTok is at Bill the Conqueror. Awesome. And we'll be, uh, you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Be 
sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America in Influencers Channel. If you feel stuck, exhausted, or just unsure of how to handle everything at once that life is throwing your way, you'll want to listen to What's Important Now, Making Time for What Matters Most with Eva Medelec. Eva and her guests will help you learn to focus on the most important priorities in your life so you can handle them one at a time instead of being constantly overwhelmed. What's Important Now, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey everyone, Larry Kim here with Build to Conquer. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about Bill's journey online and growing out his uh, digital following and building out platforms online. Um, can you talk more about that journey of like building a podcast, streaming, and so forth, and what really pushed you into that direction, and what and uh, what came about it? You kind of mentioned talking with hundreds of people all across the world and being more connected now than ever before, especially at your age when a lot of people taper off. You're building more relationships and thriving. Can you talk more about how that came to fruition and what kind of got you started within that, doing that? Sure. So uh, back when I started with, with Payday, we were trying to find the cheapest and most efficient way to have people know who we are. And, and so I came up with a, a, uh, a podcast and that, and that, that really, really came from what I learned. So I, I worked as a, a social media manager for about five months for a, for a startup uh, a, 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 a accelerator down in Las Vegas. And one of the things I learned from that, from that, from that, from that uh, a managing director was that um, 
he told me he told me the the fast fast fastest way to ingratiate yourself to somebody is to give first. And so, um, one of the things I've always said is everybody's favorite subject is is uh, uh, themselves. Everybody's favorite subject is themselves. And so I just I started with just a just a really simple question to people: Would you like to talk to me about what you do? That's it. That's uh, to talk to me about what you do. And that started off with with payday, and it. it I went from payday. I went went to uh, uh, to a website and a, a and a group online called the Game House. Uh, the the person in charge of the Game House, as 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 funny as it sounds, I actually actually I've interviewed him on an episode of my very, like the, one of the very first versions of my podcast for Payday. Hmm. So I ended up uh, doing some interviews on his YouTube channel. And then uh, that that kind of ended, and I, then I started doing my own thing. And I originally thought that you know I wanted to to kind of build my podcast um, podcast up into something more, maybe maybe turn it into a into a job or whatever. But um, I found that the the overall time and effort that it, it was taking didn't really fit with where I was at in life, and I. It was at that point that I figured it out. I was like, content creation is a uh, 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 a young person's game. If you don't have a family, or if you like, if you have a partner or a spouse, and you don't have a whole lot going on in your life, you you know you have a whole bunch of time. Um, so I, you know, I so for me in reality, it was actually very simple. It started off very simply. As would you like to tell me, or would you like like to talk about? Would you like to tell me about what you do? And that's it. And then I just started posting on LinkedIn. I started posting on Twitter. I posted a little on Facebook. But it, it it's it's funny. I actually had the most success on 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 uh, 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 LinkedIn. I actually had the most success on LinkedIn, where I would post clips. I'd post full episodes, and I and I started doing well there. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is the best way to succeed is to keep doing it and to keep saying it because, um, there's so much other content down there. So much other noise that like, for example, so I had a, uh, I, I don't remember the name of the, of the software that I have, but I, but I had some uh, 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 social media scheduling software, and I set up all my accounts, and I just started posting in rotation in a loop the podcast episodes and clips over and over and over again. When I started doing it, I had about 25 episodes um, under my belt, so I had a ton of content, and I just kept posting it, 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 and eventually it you know whether you're talking YouTube algorithm or the Google search algorithm or LinkedIn or Twitter, it just started 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 catching on, and then it started feeding itself. So I, there was a point at which I was I was I was doing this for the game house where I had five or six six episodes all stacked up and all ready to go because I had people calling me, "Hey Bill, you know I'd like to be on your podcast. Hey Bill, I'd like to be on your podcast." And, and, 
um, you know, I remember thinking, it's like, is this going to turn into something? I mean, I'm actually getting people calling me. This is really weird. And uh, I remember thinking that, you know, the, the only thing that holds me back from this growth part is, is my own fear. So whatever I want to do, I can do. I, I don't work for anybody other, other than myself. I just have to find the time. I have to find the right tools, and I just have to do it. And so um, at the time, I had a lot. <laughs> at, the, at that time in my life, I had a lot going on. I, I was, uh, I was in the, I was kind of, I was kind of in the middle of a, of my, uh, 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 umpiring career. Uh, I was a division one fast pitch softball umpire. I did that for, that for 20 years. Um, I, uh, I refereed basketball. I worked, worked college basketball. I'm still doing that. I'm, that's, this is year, uh, this is year either 16 or 17. So, you know, what it really boiled down to was, you know, keep doing it, find the time. And, you know, there are times that you have to be extremely focused and organized. And there's sometimes you can be sort of, sort of a loosey-goosey about it. So. Yeah, that's true. It is a, it is a journey to go out there and do stuff. And it's pretty amazing that a lot of people start reaching out to you after you started building your podcast and so forth and wanted to connect and build relationships with you. Um, and then you kind of talked about earlier that you were streaming on Twitch for a while. What was that like? Um, you know, I did it for about a year and I was thinking, okay, I'm starting to get some traction. It's starting to work for me. And for me, I've realized that, well, how should I phrase this? I realized two or three things along the way. I am the wrong age for, for what really sells on Twitch. And it, it sort of goes back to what I said earlier about how content, how, how content creation is a, uh, a young person's game. Because what it takes, what it what it takes to really turn Twitch into a career, you know, not, not just something that you do, you know, but to really be good at it. And and this is probably one of my own faults is that I don't like doing things halfway. I don't like mm-hmm. to kind of sort of do things. And so, um, but to be a a full time content creator takes so much focus on so many different platforms that I realized that streaming was about 20% of the entire job. Then mm. you have the social media posting, then you have that you have to do, you have to find, you're finding the content to post on social media, then you have to edit it. And you had, and it, certain forms only work on certain platforms. Like I'm not going to post, post the same thing on YouTube that I'm going to post on, on, on TikTok, I'm not going to put the same. I'm not going to say what I say on Twitter. I'm not going to say that on uh, 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 LinkedIn. And so, um, you know, I was, you know, like I said, at the time, uh, as an umpire, you know, college softball. I was a basketball referee. I was actually working for a uh, professional development coach doing content for him too. So I, I was sort of already doing it and I realized I'm the wrong age. I'm the wrong, wrong, the demographic for what I wanted to do. And 
for me, that was like a really big sort of a, a, a realization that not every content platform is for me. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, I don't, it just the, the, for me, you know, <laughs> doing the weekly schedule, I was doing it about five days a week, uh, uh, four hours a day. And I realized not going to fit with, with my goals. Yeah, I can see that, especially since um, most of the people who are on Twitch seem to be Gen Z. So kind of the dynamics that are set in place when you're going out and streaming, uh, there could be a lot of difficulty in relating to the crowd unless you're kind of adopting the new language that they've kind of established over the years. And for and for someone who's like um not that age one it could come across as inauthentic and two it could be extremely difficult to go and take that language and adopt it and actually right. utilize it too. So yeah. there there are a lot of challenges right. and uh, those same challenges you kind of see growing up too. Like I remember back when I was in high school. Uh, we, we talked a certain way and our parents didn't. So it kind of happens from generation to generation. And it just seems that it's something that society naturally progresses through where uh, one uh, generation is very disconnected from uh, the ch- their children's generation. Right. Well, yeah. and, and see, I mean, it's, it, it's really interesting that you bring that up because I've always seen Twitch as an extension of uh, of high school. I've always seen it that way, and it seems to me that uh, what 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 really succeeds on Twitch isn't gaming. It, it it honestly isn't gaming. It's the drama, and and some of the things that people pass off as drama are the absolutely stupidest thing ever. <laughs> and I mean, seriously, it, it, it's, 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 it's trying to find reasons to be mad or trying to find reasons to be offended. And I reached, I mean, I reached that point about three years ago where I'm like, I don't want drama in my life. I don't need it. I, you know, I I've gone through, I, I have enough people call me names when I'm an umpire. I don't need more people that I, invite into my stream to do the same thing or i don't need more people online to think that i'm an an old old amount of touch you know uh 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 uh, uh a boomer to um to 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 yell at me so yeah, I can definitely see that, especially when you're in a career where a lot of people are unhappy with cause and you can see it all the time on TV where people legitimately get extremely angry at how calls are made and um, express that frustration towards that person. So then having that kind of behavior online, too, is definitely too much to kind of deal with. And um, kids or uh, people on Twitch nowadays, um, they really don't hold back from stating their um, frustrations with others, too. Well, 
But see, and and see, this speaks directly to the the <laughs> this 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 speaks speaks directly to the the issue of Twitch. The absolute greatest thing and the worst thing simultaneously about Twitch is that anybody can be on Twitch. True. Um, anyone can go and make an account. You can set up your phone and start streaming right away. Uh, a lot of people do right. have massive setups, but the, but the barrier to entry is so low that all you really need right. is a Wi-Fi connection in your phone, and you could go carry it around and be like, "Hey, I'm out here shopping" or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and and that is that is simultaneously the best and worst thing. Because it's the best thing. Some people who would never even have be able to access it would be great. But the, but it's the worst thing because because there 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 is a group of people who just thrive on drama, and that's all that they do. They don't. There's there's people who thrive on uh, 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 chaos, and there's people whose sole function, at least they feel their sole function in life, is to create problems. And so that's 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 that speaks directly to, to something that I've said for years is that we have reached peak Twitch. We reached peak Twitch at least at least a year ago, probably two, because it, it the only reason that people go to Twitch at if, go to Twitch anymore when there's so many options you can stream on Facebook and that's your reach twice twice to five times the audience. As Twitch, you, 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 you can stream on Facebook and reach uh, more people. Uh, YouTube has better search options than Twitch, and Twitch has the overall vision of Twitch has changed so much over the years that even even people who have been on Twitch the entire time are like, dude, this is not the same platform that I started on, not even close. And and so, I mean. I like Twitch for what it is, but when you understand the the basis upon t- what Twitch lives, it becomes stupider and stupider every single day. So, you know, honestly, that's just me. I just, but see, I've I've reached a point where you know I've I have a family and a life and a that doesn't involve Twitch. It doesn't involve social media. I do things that aren't online. I do things. And and I and that what that probably is is a a, a, a a generational thing. I'm used to going outside and doing things. I'm used to leaving the house. There are some people whose whose entire lives are on their phone, and and so it's just constant drama, constant next 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 next, next shiny thing. So yeah, there's a lot of different channels out there, and some are drama infused, and they have high view counts. And there are other channels that are a little bit more wholesome and so forth, but then they may have like hundreds of viewers as opposed to tens of thousands. And um, for me, just perusing through Twitch a lot, there's a huge variety of content that's on there. Like I remember back in the past, it used to be a gaming platform, but looking at it today, it's more diversified where there's uh, people doing like IRL on real life streams and people doing like music streams and things like that. So you can find a huge influx of content that's really out there. Um, it's about time for us to hop off to another commercial break. Where can people find you online again? Uh, yes, if you want to, want to follow me on TikTok at 
uh, a bill of the conqueror, C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-E-R. And you can find me on LinkedIn at, at uh, 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 Bill Wagner. Awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Lang Kim on Twitter. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel, featuring nationally recognized, best selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And get Amplified. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The soul of enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Influencers Channel with the replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Larry Kim here with Build a Conquer, and we've been talking a lot about how um, different platforms are out there and available for people to go out there and stream. Um, one of the platforms we were discussing is Twitch, and Bill kind of mentioned that um, for a lot of channels to go out there and be sustainable, there um, uh, comes a point where 
they're creating a lot of drama focused content to raise up the viewer counts and so forth but every now and then we do see some channels out there creating more wholesome content like i see a lot of music channels that aren't really dramatized where people um are lucky enough to have like amazing voices and so forth which uh me i haven't been blessed with that would be amazing if i was uh going out there and being able to create a following and so forth and building a career out of that um on Twitch and other platforms like that, they allow the opportunities to go out there and gift and subscribe to your favorite uh, channels and so forth. So some people are able to make uh, careers out of it. Like one of my friends, Cindy, she's a nice little girl. She goes and plays um, um, games all the time. And she's built a loyal following. He'll buy her food while she's playing games and so forth. And they'll just chat and they'll give her advice on how to get through levels and so forth and things like that. So every now and then there are some people who do kind of make it through. Um, what, what's your thoughts on the people who do kind of make a living going through the platform? See, I, so I view, I view, I view a Twitch as, as pretty much the same as any other sort of, sort of a creative endeavor. There are people who are extremely talented there for what they do and who they are. And it can be anything, anything on Twitch, whether you're talking chess, uh, uh, cooking. There are, there are some channels that, are, that are, are strictly just chatting. The person goes on there and has a conversation and offers advice. That works. There are people who are very, very, very good at that. There are people, people who are very good at certain games that people watch for those games. Um, and it's, in, it's the exact same thing in uh, a music. Not not every guitar player plays for plays for um, ACDC or the Rolling Stones. You know, not every uh, person. You know, uh, 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 every every uh, a songwriter becomes uh, 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 Rob Thomas. You know. And and so it's 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 just like any other endeavor, and 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 so there will be those who are good, and there will be those who think they are good, but 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 the audience votes votes at their eyeballs, and if they don't get the views, they don't get the views, and so, um, I mean, I've always thought that always thought that the content is is exactly the same way, depending on who you are. What, what's your, what's your character? What vertical are you fitting in? What audience are you serving? So, yeah, I agree with that. And when you kind of mentioned cooking, uh, <clears throat> there's a, a girl Trisha who went on to uh, Gordon Ramsay's show, and she kind yep. of mentioned that she goes out there and streams on Twitch, and that brought maybe an audience that never really heard much about Twitch or thought it was basically just a gaming platform to kind of have eyeballs on the platform and brought a different type of viewer to uh, intermingle with the mix because Trisha, if you've ever watched her stream, she's just sitting at home um, in, in Orange County uh, cooking away. Sometimes she'll invite a friend over and she'll make like garlic bread and things like that and just talk about her right. life. <laughs> and it's kind right. of interesting how um, some people are just able to go out there and take the things that they do normally each and every single day and 
kind of turn it into a way to make um, income. Like thinking about it, like let's say someone was to supposedly own a farm or something. I could see someone going out there and watching someone uh, learning about it, intermingling about how a farm works and so forth and things like that. And then next thing you know, there's some farmer who may have been struggling with a crop season or something like that could potentially have an additional stream of income where they're um, collecting gifts, going out there, doing what they normally do and making, who knows, maybe an extra 250 to maybe a few thousand dollars a month just going out there and right. having a camera following them around doing what they do already. Now, it doesn't really apply to every single type of profession out there. So if you're working at an office job, I don't think a lot of people really care too much about what happens behind <laughs> the scenes there. But, I mean, if you have something more unique of a profession, like maybe you're a piano teacher or something like that, I could see a lot of people more inclined to really want to know more and kind of um, – get the inside scoop of like what kind of happens with things like that. Right. Well, and, 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 and that's the, but see, that's the thing is that the person's already, already, already I'm interesting at something else that isn't Twitch. There are people who, who are insanely talented, whether you play the piano or you're, you're and, um, like uh, 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 professional uh, uh, wrestlers who go on Twitch and, and, and talk about what they, you know, what they do in the ring and why. Um, but where, where I think Twitch fails is that people are famous for being on Twitch. I can and definitely see that. Um, there are a lot of people out there who have just been on Twitch playing games and talking um, about whatever things that they talk about. And just because they're on Twitch, they do build fame directly from just being on Twitch, which is kind of an anomaly when you think about other platforms like YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. Well, TikTok, a lot of people are famous just on TikTok. But um, when you think about like YouTube and like Instagram, and Facebook and Twitter, um, those people usually have a more comprehensive profile but then on twitch you do have the uh, standouts that just aren't famous just because they're on twitch <laughs> well well see and, and see i i think it's really interesting that you bring up uh, uh youtube because this is where i think youtube has an advantage over twitch you see some 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 larger names ken the Tatman, um uh, 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 courage that went from Twitch to YouTube and they went for pretty much the same reason. They want to stream less. Why? Because YouTube offers, offers a means of having legacy content. There is no legacy content on Twitch. There is, there is your broadcast and there's the pieces of your broadcast that people save. That's it. Your streams go away. Uh, after a certain period of time, if you don't don't uh, don't uh, don't download them, your your uh, eclipse same thing. Your they, they go away if you don't 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 download them. Um, whereas YouTube, I could find a YouTube video from twelve years ago still, and and so you have people that are still able to generate revenue, but they don't have to be live. And, yeah, I can see and that, that being a struggle. Um, 
So let's just say a streamer out there might take three or five days a week to go out there and create content. And maybe they're streaming two hours, four hours, seven hours, something a day. If they're going out there and doing this all the time, it kind of could be like a part-time or a full-time job. And having that content repository going out there and building income for you over time um, has a lot more benefits on a platform like YouTube. But then it could kind of turn into a grind and could potentially lead to burnout when you're going out there and you're creating things that aren't sticking onto the platform for long term. But see, but see, and and, and the, this is why I think we have reached peak Twitch is that you constantly have to have the next shiny thing on Twitch. Um, and so, so, so unless you have a, unless you have multiple streams of income across multiple platforms, whether we're talking OnlyFans or TikTok or YouTube, you know, whether you have those or not, you shouldn't have Twitch as the only thing you do. You should not, absolutely should not have that. That will, that is the fastest way to, way to burn out because Twitch doesn't, Twitch does, Twitch does not have the organic search and find, uh, or Twitch does not have the organic uh, 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 discovery capabilities of, uh, 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 of YouTube. It does not. So, so unless you are searching for somebody directly or a streamer that you watch sends you to somebody or, or, you're, or you actively search for a certain game, could be Warzone, could be, could be PUBG doesn't matter unless you're actively searching for a certain thing, you probably won't find it. And so that is where, I mean, that uh, I can tell you from the, from the people that I've talked to that are actually trying to solve this problem. They're like, yeah, Twitch doesn't have any, have any, have any discovery tools. It just, it, it, they just don't. And that's, that's, that's why people are choosing, using uh, uh, YouTube. And I think, I think Twitch is actually, Twitch has actually figured this out. Because if you remember, I want to say three weeks ago now. I don't know the date for sure, but they, blah, 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 but uh, 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 a Twitch, Twitch, uh, Twitch changed their change their partnership agreements, where you don't have to just exclusively stream on Twitch anymore. Hmm. And so uh, there was a there was a there's 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 a tweet thread. That came out last week, where where uh, a ninja streamed on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, something else. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but he was getting an average average concurrent viewers. Uh, he was getting an, he was averaging twenty three thousand on TikTok, fourteen thousand uh, 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 on YouTube. Hmm. And yeah, I, that's a pretty I, good I think viewership. That through, yes, it's, well, yeah. And and see his and think about him. He doesn't have to do anything for the rest of his freaking life if he doesn't want to. He already huh. he's already insane the rich. He doesn't have to stream. He doesn't have to do anything ever again. But he wants to. And he's he he's been he's been restricted by this by this partnership agreement with Twitch. And he he has he 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 made his money on or he made his name on twitch he made his made his cash on a uh, uh, a mixer 
And then when Mixer shut down, he went back to Twitch, and he wasn't anywhere close to what he was before. No, oh, darn. And, yeah, and so I think, I mean, I, uh, I mean, if you want to have the conversation about, about uh, 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 Dr. Disrespect, I mean, we have that conversation, too. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a, it's it's extremely hard going out there and streaming, but then it's also absolutely doable to potentially go out there and do it as well. Um, there are challenges that come with each and every single platform. Like, um, let's say you were to start with YouTube, you aren't given a pre-built audience that could just go and click a button and hop into your stream. Uh, they don't have raids and things right. like that. So each platform does have its benefits and its weaknesses. So it kind of has a mixture of everything when you really think about one platform to the next. And they all kind of come out to an even medium when you kind of go with each and every single platform uh, holistically. But um, uh, it's hard when you stick to one platform and then uh, any platform, whatever it may be, and there are challenges that come with any of them. But uh, there are d- definitely potential career opportunities for people to go out there and really make something of themselves. Um, streaming full-time might not be the best thing to do, but part-time, it could always add supplemental income to what you're doing already. So there's always so benefits with that. Um, anyways, it's about time right. for us to uh, close up. Do you have any final words you'd like to leave with the audience, Bo? Uh, you know, one of the things that... I learned very early on in my growth process was that everything you want is on the other side of fear. And, and for me getting beyond that barrier of fear made all the difference in the world because it's amazing how fast people will, will, will see your courage. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely agree with that. Uh, Well, Bill, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people find you online again? They can find me on Twitter at LearningBill and on TikTok at BillTheConqueror, D-O-N-Q-U-E-R-E-R. Awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. And thank you so much for everyone for joining us for another episode of Grow Your Influence Stream. We'll see you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.